see two of the movies that were coming out last week that we talked about on our uh yeah. like our pixel splitters what do we call it like main prime prime there it is pixel prime pixel prime uh and the first one being uh the only horror movie I watched this week, which is kind of interesting, but it was um, the Danish film Speak No Evil that came out on ah. Shudder last week, but actually premiered at Sundance earlier this year. Okay. And it had some strong buzz. People were saying this was in contention with uh, Barbarian to be like the best horror movie of the year. And so I was like, okay, let's check it out. Uh, and it is one of the most unsettling films I've ever seen to a point, mm. and then it kind of goes off the rails. It basically centers around this uh, Danish family who meets a Dutch family on vacation. They kind of hit it off, but they don't really see each other that much, and then the Danish family receives an invitation to go stay at the other family's home for a week. And the Yes, it's, it does sound lovely. The wife is kind of apprehensive because she's like, I don't know these people. Do I really want to stay with them for a week at their house? And the husband's like, well, you know, we need to meet more people. Let's let's go and, let's go and find out. Yeah. Of course, things don't go well, as you can imagine. <laughs> but the really interesting and impressive thing about this film was it's another like wrong, it wrong foots you every time you think something's going on because there's so many things that happen that you're like, well, that's weird. Why would they do that? And then mm-hmm. they come and explain themselves and you're like, oh, well, that's not weird then. It's just, is this tradition? Is this customs? Like what's, what's happening here? And then it, it, then it flies off the handle pretty quickly and you're <laughs> like, oh my dear Lord. Uh, it, it is really, it's effective. I would say that it's not like it doesn't land the plane in the end in my opinion Mm -hmm. but it is really freaky it's really effective i'd say if you're a horror fan definitely check this out especially if you love foreign horror films because it's very weird but it's gorgeously shot it's beautifully directed the writing is amazing and all the performances across the board are great one qualifier i will say is if child endangerment and violence is something that really upsets you which it Mm -hmm. should honestly but it, you should stay away from this movie. There are some, I don't know how to put this, like, there's some pretty horrific things that happen mm. throughout this film, especially towards the end, where I genuinely was like, I don't really want to watch this anymore. This is kind of, like, dark. Yeah. Um, but it is really effective. It's a really effective film, and it's on Shutter right now, so check it out if that appeals to you in any way. It's, like, the uneasy feeling. I was yeah. just like, why does this feel uncomfortable? Like, nothing is really uncomfortable here, but I feel like something is afoot. And then and then it happens. And you're like, oh my god! Uh, so <laughs> and then events transpire. Yeah, I will say I'll say mutilation is the word I was trying to think mm. of. So that you know that Rough, if that word tough. makes you go no yeah. no no. So yeah, it's one of those types <laughs> of films. Um. So yeah, what have you been watching this week, Willis? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what I can really compare to that. Um, <laughs> I will. Okay, I'll start here. I will say without devoting too much time to it um mm-hmm. i watched day shift yes the jamie the, fox uh, one. the jamie fox uh dave franco. Uh, dave franco vampire movie yeah which was like not good but like not bad kind of fun you know? i was like going along with it i was like dave franco's like weirdly kind of against type here but uh, i'm kind of with it i guess yeah. um it did get me into a whole like mental question mindset of is like this becoming the new 
raunchy comedy genre mm. that like is the most common th- like you know where we were getting there was a period of time like 10 years ago where we were getting like the raunchy comedy every you know two months you know yeah uh, with dave franco from time to time literally um, yeah and i'm like i feel like because they don't make comedies so much anymore this is becoming like a stopgap where it's like here's some action here's a big name here's some, it's like a light-hearted action movie uh um, yeah that probably costs almost nothing to make there's nothing wildly uh elaborate about day shift no no you know um like cg for a couple of vampire transformations but like yeah also not really even like that you know so i wonder yeah. if that's just a thing of like hey like people like these we can keep knocking them out they don't cost much they do well you know mm-hmm. the same kind of thing is like red notice yeah you know and uh the adam project and etc absolutely and like that's kind of like it's it's the marvel marvelification of everything where like everything's also kind of a mm-hmm. comedy except for you're right like this was more of a straight up com- like there's some yeah just straight up comedy moments in this um yeah yeah and this Mostly is directed by Dave Franco. Yeah. Oh, for, of course. Yeah. Um, but this is also directed by a stunt coordinator. Yeah. So I'm like, this is and the action sequences. I'm like, they're kind of are pretty good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the, um, the two brothers, uh, there's like one scene with the two brothers. Scott Atkins. So much more interested in a movie with those two. Yes. Yes. Just like them figuring out how to be that in sync through the whole thing would be choice i give me like morning shift or something like that of like yes. the prequel where we we see the two brothers uh or even i don't even remember what their names were but um i don't either but one of them's played by legendary stuntman scott adkins and yes. he's actually a good actor too i'm like yeah. he's, he can kick someone's ass and he's really good <laughs> you know uh and then the other guy too was um uh, i can't, I can't steve even howie yeah uh, who from uh shameless yes what do i uh, what do i know him from oh this is gonna be one of those things that i'm just like what do i know this guy from he was in an episode of new girl that literally might be what i'm thinking of where he plays the football player <laughs> yeah <laughs> weird um oh. anyway uh so yeah day shift not bad yeah not great it was, yeah. i was like fine watching it um, right down the middle yeah yeah the other thing i watched it actually was really really good um i watched a movie from earlier this year called the outfit oh yes another like who done it right kind of kind of with mark rylance rylance uh as the lead who is fantastic at it in it a play it's a play it all takes place in this uh taylor shop that's awesome Um, i remember this now they're bringing people in yeah yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. like they it's like one of those the world exists outside of it but like you never really get outside of the the shop which like what a way to make a movie um yeah absolutely i'm curious if it's a covid movie i feel like not but hmm. there's like a an inciting incident in the first act that you're just like oh we're not like playing around here really um Mark Rylance, really, really good. I want more leading man stuff from him. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's just been in everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, you know, he doesn't, he's not usually a, a lead. Um, no, more of a character actor, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of thing where Peter Jenkins uh, 
like popped up into like a Peter Jenkins. Yeah. Not Peter. Richard. Uh, Richard Jenkins. Yes. Who's oh, he's Peter in this Jenkins? too. No, he's not. But like, it's a similar oh, kind oh, of oh. thing where Richard Jenkins ah. like was forever just the character actor, and then right, he had one movie. I don't remember what, the Visitor, where it was like, oh, yeah, you know, I can be a a, a leading man kind of thing. I don't know. Right. That's a good call. The outfit really, really good, really, really well done, and like keeps you guessing. That's good. Like I, that's I good. went in, I was like, oh, okay, I get what it's gonna be, and that's not what it was. Mm. Where did you, uh, where did you watch this? It's on. I think I watched it on Amazon. Oh, on Prime. You didn't like? I rent think it's it, a though. No, I think it's a Prime oh. movie. Really? Yeah, you can so. watch it on Prime. Oh, there it is. Okay, adding yeah. it to my list right now. I wanted to watch this. Okay, it's good. All right, focus pictures. Let's do it. Okay. Um, and then I'll throw my my one other one in there real quick, just to, yeah. <laughs> because it ties together. I also watched Operation Mincemeat. Yes, which is a Netflix movie. Yeah. I watched it the same day. I woke up on oh, Saturday man. morning and watched the outfit. And then like later in the day, I was like, I'm going to knock out something else. And I watched Operation Mincemeat. Yeah. And really bizarre because two of the same actors in both movies. Yeah. Which was really confusing when I was like, right. what? Um, but uh, not great. Really? It has all of the like would be you would think it, it, it was a great movie. But I'm just like the whole time I'm like. This seems like a really small story that they're trying to make really big. Yeah. And like, I was just kind of, I kept fading away from it being like, ah, okay. Yeah. Oh. You know, um, that's not what you, that's, this is the type of movie that should just grab you. Yeah. And, and like, it's like, the, there's so many things to it. Like Ian Fleming is a character in it, you know, like the guy, like who wrote James Bond. Right. Like I like I heard that and I went, whoa, like, this what? is going to be cool. <laughs> and then like he's kind of just there. And then at the end, they're like, Fleming, what are you doing? And he's like writing a spy story. And you're, you're like, like oh, oh, James Bond. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of just like, yeah, OK. Love Colin Firth. But it was just yeah. like not not there for me. Not what you want. Well, that's that's well, I guess that's I mean, it makes saves me from watching it, I guess. Yeah. Is it, two is stars. it worth oh, two stars? OK. Right. It's. I, in a week and a half, in two weeks, I won't remember most of the plot. Yeah. It's I'll remember two or three things and I'll be like, oh yeah. Like, mm. I'll remember that Ian Fleming was in it. Right. Right. And well, and that's one of those things where it's like, I remember this movie just hitting Netflix one day and being like, oh, and yeah. then kind of forgetting about it and then just never appeared. hearing another thing about it. Yeah. Which I'm like, well, I guess that's why. So, huh. Well, that's disappointing. All right. So that's what I've been watching. I don't know. But uh, well, you said you saw a couple things. I did see a couple things in the similar vein. I went to the theater and I should have seen way more like other things rather than this. But I was like, it's, I need a ninety minute watch. And you it was, saw Top uh, Gun again. Didn't you? I saw Top Gun for a third time. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I went and saw See How They Run, the hmm. Tom George film starring Saoirse Ronan, Sam Rockwell, Adrian Brody. We've talked about this a couple times where yeah. it basically looks like a Wes Anderson movie like essentially yeah that's not really what it is like when you get into it it's very much its own thing it's it's borrowed a lot from wes anderson but it's it's pretty much its own thing uh it is a classic whodunit literally it's um it basically stars uh Saoirse and sam as two police officers Saoirse being a 
up and coming like constable who would like to become a sergeant or a detective at some point and they're kind of like dynamics playing off of each other which is hilarious like they're sam rockwell and her together i'm like this is hysterical because they can do no wrong like they're just so good and they're put on the case to solve the murder of Mm -hmm. one adrian brody not as adrian brody but his character being in a play who gets killed yeah and his body is found on stage so then they have to go figure out who 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 did it literally um and it is fun it's not like the greatest <laughs> movie i've ever seen but it was i was laughing hysterically throughout the whole thing because it's just one of those types of movies and it really by the end i'm like i don't know who did this it, it's another movie that wrong foots you a lot mm-hmm we're like, oh, it's this guy. Oh, it's very clearly this guy. Like, it has to be this yeah. person. And it's like, no, that was just, no, that's not who it was. Which is not something to be, like, yeah. you know, laughed at. Like, that's it's pretty hard to do, especially with a film. And it's just a pretty solid good time. It's like a three, three and a half star movie. It's not like that's anything not nothing, spectacular. Yeah. But for something to just go see. It's not going to, like, take on uh, Knives Out. God, no, it's way you. more contained and small yeah. than that, but it, it's not not worth seeing, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that I checked out this week was a show that I can't believe I'd never seen before, and it's the Sex Lives of College Girls, Mindy Kaling show. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, she's like the showrunner on it, and I, I believe she writes part of it, ah. too. Um it's hilarious. It's hysterical. It's it's like truly one of the funniest shows I've seen in a very, very long time. It's on HBO Max right now, so you can bang out the first season. I think season two is dropping in November of this year, so you got mm-hmm. some time. But it's basically like American Pie, but just told through the eyes of w- girls in the 21st century. You know, it's literally four girls who show up at college and are just trying to figure their shit out. Um, and it's hilarious. It's it's for <laughs> basically no-name actors, except for yeah. Pauline Chalamet, who is Timmy Chalamet's sister. And she looks exactly, exactly <laughs> like him. And I'll be honest, she's better than he is. Ooh. I don't know. He feels kind of wooden to me when he performs. I, yeah. I, I, that's just clearly just me, because other people are like, this guy's like... No, I, I, I hear you. The next DiCaprio. But she's amazing. She's really, really funny. Um, and her range is insane because she plays a very awkward, off-putting character. And I'm like, that's just not easy to do when you're purposely yeah. being uncomfortable. And she does it very, very well. So I would highly recommend Sex Lies of College Girls, especially before season two drops, because it's like I we binged half the season and I'm like, holy, that yeah. went by like nothing. So it's really, nice. really, really worth the watch. Um and again, I've never seen any of these girls before. I'm like, how is this? You look at the IMDb, <laughs> half of them are like, this yeah. is one of two. And I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. How? How is that possible? You know? Mindy Kaling, man. She's amazing. She is amazing. Doesn't get enough credit for what she does. Um, but I'm glad that this show is seemingly a hit. I mean, I've heard of it. So mm-hmm. I think people are enjoying it. But yeah. Yeah. And if it got green. Well, it got a second season from HBO. Yeah. You know. Sex Lives of College Girls. HBO Max. Nice. And that was pretty much it. Nice. I really didn't watch too much yeah. this week. I I also rewatched um The Italian Job. Nice. Which is classic cinema. <laughs> Absolutely um, classic. But uh I mean it's the Italian job. There's not really much to talk about there. So 